that's Taj Mahal welcoming you to Community Connect and a wonderful good morning. Yeah, everybody is somebody and that's what we're all about here. And uh, we don't want anybody who feels that they're a nobody to get off their bums and realise they are a somebody. And we try and talk to you about all that stuff to hopefully you know, give you some positivity. But good morning and a really good welcome to Community Connect with Ed Wiener and Greg McHenry. Ed Wiener's back with us this week, which is yeah. fabulous. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Greg. They missed you here last week. I missed you here last week, Ed. That's good. Who are we on? We're on OCR FM 98.3 and 88.7 FM along the coast. We were also streaming live at all the W's OCRFM.org.au. And uh, I'd like to get my guest from today, Holly Kershevel, who's back in with us. And I'll just remind you that she's a project officer for the Child and Family Alliance for the Colac Area and Corangamite as well. And she's with Colac Area Health, and uh, who are the leading agency for uh, the Alliance here. Okay, thank you. So it's a whole shooting match there, Holly. So Excellent. I won't have to say it again, will I? No, no. When will you I, did well. when I just call you Holly of Holly Kershevel anyway? No and then uh, I've invited you. Would you like to do the acknowledgement yeah. to? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'd just like to acknowledge the traditional owners, the uh, Gulijan and Gadabanug. Uh, Elders, both <coughs> past, present, and emerging, and thank them for sharing their land with us. And uh, yeah, it's great to be here today. Thanks to OCRFM. Yeah, and and I think to Edwina and to Absolutely. and all the other people who have been involved in getting us involved to be oh, here. And so we had we, you met someone up at the bowling alley this morning. Oh yeah, I see Denise up there. She was in here with Corinda. Okay. A few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago now. I'll have to shout out to her. Yeah, and all the Coinda people and that and mm. the rest of it. Actually, while you've, while you've mentioned that, last week I forgot to mention, and I'm going to do that now before we go too much further, is because we had, we were talking older and wiser, the forum coming up on Thursday, the 28th of November, and I forgot to remind our listeners about it last week, and it's on it, the, it's the older wiser forum about know your rights. And it's very important that the older mm-hmm. people know it. Mm-hmm. And part of what we're going to be talking about today with the 16 days of activism, of gender-based mm-hmm. violence, against, it's more, more against women, it's older women mm-hmm. and older people, That's right. that you can get to know your rights. It's on Thursday, the 28th of November, uh, and it's at 10 a.m. at the Lake Bowls Club, and which is at 35 Moore Street, Colac. To find out more about it, or you ring them up on 52. Three two five three five one. That's five two three two five three five one. That they're all. It's all part of our our community here. That um, yeah, knowing your rights is a big thing. And I suppose what we better do, we got to really know what our what violence is and what it's all about that we're talking about here. That's right. But before we go on, Holly, I did look up mm. the statistics, and there is a website that keeps current statistics. And so I hope today's a correct, but I don't like the number, that the current statistics of, this is deaths in Australia since the 1st of January 2019 uh, that relate to violence against women and children. It's 63 women and 21 children have been killed in that period, which is bloody horrible. Mm. And so that's what we're talking here about today in essence, but I thought I'd just put that one up front. Mm just to horrify our listeners a little bit and make it more real. 
as to why we're talking about this. Mm. So do I now say welcome to you? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, mm. that's a horrifying st- statistic there, very saddening, uh, but a, a reality that that we need to come together and, and learn more about and, and support and know how to access those supports. I think are the key and understand uh, what what family violence is because I think um, that's something that we're really working towards is that early prevention and awareness uh, because unfortunately it, it can be a culture that's set in place and people aren't aware of what it actually is. So I think the more people learn and grow and become aware and know how to access supports, the better. Well, who sets it in place? Who sets it, the, the, well, it's a culture, who's setting it in place? Yeah, look... Is it the blokes? Look, it's, uh, it, it can be, um, can, can be both genders, um, but the, the statistics out there is certainly, um, that, that there's more women, um, being affected by family violence and unfortunately leading to deaths. So, um, yeah, it's it's a very much a, a gender issue that we're focusing on, particularly with the 16 days of activism. Uh, but there is support as well for, for men, um, for men's behaviour change, support and linking in with those those supports uh, and cultural supports too that are, are appropriate uh, for men um, to, to work on healing. Um, and and for women, so I think the orange door is the key access point, the Colac access point, for people to engage of any gender or age, uh, including children, and it also includes children's well-being as well. So it's quite broad. It's not just one specific area, the orange door, and I think that's really the key message that it's it's um, it's not just family violence as well. I'll just remind people that uh, once again we're going to be giving out phone numbers and that sort of thing so I will put them on our podcast on our blog for that but have your pen and pencil ready Mm. and if anyone does get affected by anything we talk about during this program um, you know put your hand up and talk Mm. and ring one of the numbers Uh, you talk to your mates as well Ed Do you think that people know (laughs) what violence is? I mean it's not always being hit by a man but do they know what forms of violence that we're talking about? Yeah, it's quite quite broad. Um, you know, forms of family violence can certainly be verbal abuse. It can be physical. It can be financial. It can be sexual. Uh, it can be any form of threatening behaviour that leads to somebody feeling not safe. Uh, and that can be feeling not safe within their home or community. And so it's it's quite broad. It's not just um, a, a physical issue. As I said, it can be the emotional, psychological, family uh, violence also includes the financial. And, uh, yeah, there's many facets of, of, of the abuse that mm. take place. And once again, that's why I think it was good with the age aspect of it as well. That's right. a, That has a whole different... Uh, it's a whole different area of... Uh, behavioural violence as it can go on there too. Absolutely. I think uh, certainly learning about elder abuse, which can include extended family, it can include um, friends, it can include 
any form of violence where um, yeah someone is being abused and that's a that's definitely a form of violence they're taking advantage of elderly people either through a financial impact or physical uh, verbal abuse any form of threatening behavior again so it it's quite um, quite broad and really important that people do more research about it uh, because it's, it's it could affect an extended family member, an immediate family member, a friend, um, you know, a neighbour could be someone that you just see down the street. Um, yeah, so I think it's important that we're all all ready for you know that support if someone's in that mm. circumstance. Don't be afraid to ask people how they are, or if you haven't seen them, uh, get in touch. Yeah. But also with the older, and Ed, you and I have been through it as well as that with, with elderly people being our our family of being able to keep an eye and look on them, look after them while they are in respite or yes, definitely or in the that. home with carers coming in and out, mm. uh, making sure they're happy with the people that are in their um, homes, and if you're not happy with your carers, you can actually ring up and say. Would you please find me someone more compatible? So it's empowering the. It's mm. empowering an older person. Yeah. There's one thing, and uh, I think you know what I'm like. I, I had to do something silly with Google. I typed in, How did the 16 days of activism come about? Do you know how it came about, Holly, already? I remember in the the previous catch up we had um, what did you on learn radio. Then? Yeah, it was it was quite good. Um, we, we talked about the reclaim the night as well and, yeah, and how well. that came about. Um, but it, it is about overall, you know, acknowledging that this is such a such a crucial issue affecting women and and providing women with a a voice that's you know that's built around the empowerment Mm. and uh, feeling safe and okay to actually you know stand up for their rights and I think that's that's how it definitely came about. Um, um, but can I be more specific on it? Yeah. Oh, they locked because the women up, didn't they? No, they was didn't. That in this, Europe is quite, this is quite. It was actually um, in the Dominican Republic. Okay. <laughs> so, do you want to hear the story? I'm going to quote it yeah. directly out of Google. Yeah. But I did look it up, and that it's quite. Uh, it is. It's not a. It's not apocryphal. It's a fact mm-hmm. as to what happened. So hold on to your seats because it's quite incredible. The Mirabel, M-I-R-A-B-A-L, sisters, political activists, their deaths were commemorated with the establishment of the International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women. On the 25th of November, which is not too far from here now in 1960, so it's 59 years ago, the sisters Patria Minerva and Maria Maria Theresa Mirabel There were three political actors who actively opposed the cruelty and systematic violence of the Trujillo dictatorship in the Dominican Republic, were clubbed to death and dumped at the bottom of a cliff by Trujillo's secret police. The sisters became symbols of the feminist resistance and in commemoration of their deaths, the 25th of November was declared International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women, and that was in Latin America in 1980. 20 years after their death and it became an international day and was formally recognised by the United Nations in 1999 so what a bloody horrible Mm. way for it to have been Mm. established but 
um, it's happened. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so there's another little. Mm. But why do I want to know those things? I don't know. I think it's because people need to understand why it's happened, and that yep. it's not. And we give, and that's why I gave mm. the statistics out as they are. Mm. And as you said, mm. Holly, it's more well over one a week. Yeah, yeah. Now and it's horrifying. That's right. We we were sitting at um, at one a week, and it's certainly increased and is increasing. So, I think the need is um, becoming greater and greater to be aware of family violence and and for that uh, protection and knowledge as well, because I think uh, we we need to tackle this issue head on as a community. And we are doing a couple of things about it that mm. we can talk about now. The first one is I did. I actually thought we were going to get an orange T-shirt today. <laughs> no, it'll come. It's coming, coming to you. you. It's coming <laughs> to you, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> so why was, I, why was I expecting an orange T-shirt today? Uh, I think you might be coming along on the... So on the 27th of November... From 2pm till 4pm, we have a T-shirt painting workshop at Colac Area Health at the cafeteria, which is a fantastic location. And we will have family violence counsellors there available to do a creative workshop. And I'll be there as well to, to meet community. So it's open to the public. Everyone is welcome. And we'll have orange shirts, white shirts as well, um, that people might want to paint orange. And, um, yeah, people can just come along and paint whatever they feel uh, about the event. It is it is in recognition of uh, women who have been killed to family violence and, and really coming together as community. So we're drawing upon people's creativity, which I think is really important and uh, a really a big piece um, to lead up to the, the silent march that's coming up mm. on the 4th of December. And uh, I do believe for Colac, we, we haven't had a march for 16 years, yeah. uh, potentially. Um, I know that there's, you know, there's been some uh, Kana events and things, but to have a specific um, real advocacy march, it's it's been 16 years for Colac. So I think it's, it's something that we're very excited about, but certainly... Um, it was important that we we had a silent march. The reason that our family violence network felt that it needed to be silent was to certainly um, have that reflection space and time to come together as a community and and actually think about how serious this issue is, but that we all need to come together with that acknowledgement and support and open minds. And I think that's that's a really key thing mm. and to show some humbleness um, because people have lost their lives. So I think it's about certainly um, getting into that space and that mind frame that, and, and we're encouraging community organisations, the general public, but businesses as well. I think it's really key to get the message through to businesses and to have the backing of businesses. I think that sends a quite a powerful message and response that, uh, you know, this issue affects employees in the workplace, it affects family members, uh, it affects friends um, and, and the community. So we should all be responsible and, and be yep. coming together for this. 
The event is going to start at COPAC. Yes, on the 4th of December at 12 o'clock sharp. So the the March... There will be stuff on before. There will be a bit of a conversation going on there before you have the silent walk. Yes, so so what will happen is at 12 o'clock out the front of the Colacotway Shire reception space, that, that is the meeting point, and the silent march will be led by police... We will have Peter Kelly, who's a staff at Colac Area Health, and we will have two of our female staff as well uh, from the Family Violence Network leading the march, and uh, the march will walk through to the Memorial Square. And so we'll, we'll arrive there by 12.30 at Memorial Square, and when we arrive there, we'll have an acknowledgement to country from Ebony Hickey at the... At Wotherong, the gathering place, and she'll she'll provide a, a really great um, introduction, acknowledgement to country, and then we will lead on to myself providing a, a bit of an introduction of of why it was important to have the event and sixteen days of activism mm-hmm. and coming together as a community. We will have a survivor speaking as well. And we will have the senior sergeant Natasha Powell's from the police force coming along to speak on the the topic, and also the changes of the police force since the Royal Commission. And we will also have our our Colac Area Health CEO Fiona Brew as well, uh, providing a thank you to everybody. So I think um, after after the the speeches have concluded, we will then have some live music from some young uh, female musicians and there'll be a free barbecue as well for the community from the Lions Club and also some support from Woolworths. So it's been great to get um, the Lions that just do a marvellous job with their barbecue set up. I I reckon I timed them last year and it was about (laughs) 10 minutes. Um, You know, they had their marquees up, barbecues, and were ready to go. So um, it'll be a a really great, Mm. um, comfortable, relaxed event. We we wanted to make it comfortable. Uh, We'll also have an information table there with all family violence information accessible and some family violence counsellors at that table as well to be available to talk to people. Are the schools getting involved in that, Holly? Look, we've invited the two secondary high schools and some primary schools as well. The time of year has been an issue, I think, for schools. It's certainly we we have encouraged the, you know, participation and coming along to the march and being involved, but the the time of year has, um, yeah, put put Mm. things a bit difficult for the attendance, so we'll see. I'm, I'm hopeful um, that we may see some school attendance there, and different businesses. You know, we've we've really uh, we've spoken to Bunnings, Banks, um, Woolworths, McDonald's. The McDonald's manager's coming along in the march. He's he's really keen. So um, I think, and Buller as well. I think it's just about getting everybody involved. The the ALC as well is is interested in... Um, What's the ALC? The Australian Lamb Company. Oh, way okay. good. Yeah, so quite a large... Well, I love um, their product. Abattoir in Colac. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we've had some good response, you know, from a lot mm. of local businesses, and I think it's the start of something, you know, it's the start of something that will get bigger and bigger, which I, th- I think is exciting. I think the support of men is so is so valuable because... 
it brings a strong message to say we need to look after our women. Yes. They mm. need to be able to feel that they can go out and do things and be a big part of community. And, you know, coming from a mum that was a 50s housewife, a typical 50s housewife, and if you can't change your clothes before your husband comes on it, comes home, at least you can put your lipstick on. Well, you know, that's all changed and we need to be able to feel as though we have the backing of our men. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you put your lipstick on and it embarrasses me because then you give me a kiss and I wear it. That's fine. You can wipe it off if you don't like <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I mean, no, you need to no but just, you know, <laughs> all be in this together and support each other and make sure we're travelling well together. We need to have a little break. Now, you did mention about the, with the cultural stuff and our youth, and we've got the 16 days of activism, the 16 songs for 16 days. Now, you, you girls, didn't, women, didn't look to see about choosing something before we came on because I chose that wonderful Taj Mahal. The collection of songs we'll be playing some more of on the 4th mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. well, we'll go into that a bit later on. The songs have been chosen for various reasons. And this one here, I've chosen a song, and it's going to be called Hey Folks. And part of the way they put all these songs, the 16 songs together, is they, in this regard, they included a couple of tracks that focus on being a responsible adult and role model. And Hey Folks, is, as young people are the next generation, and despite or it talks about the next generation, and despite the difficulties in life, they're a responsibility supporting the next generation that will be their children. Mm. So that's what this song's about. I don't know who sings it or anything like that about it, uh, mm. but I'll try and find that out as we listen to it here on 98.3 FM here in Colac and 88.7 FM along the coast. And you are on Community Connect with Edwina and Greg McHenry, and we've got Holly Kershavell in here who's got that long title, but we won't go through all that again. (laughs) And we will listen to this track and we'll be back with you immediately after. Well, there's movement at the station (laughs) as a word had got around that um, (laughs) we're having a bit of a radio program in here on uh, 98.3 FM in Colac and 88.7 FM along the coast where we are streaming live at all the W's, ocrfm.org.au. And uh, the huffing and puffing there, I'll introduce... No, I won't. I'll get uh, our guest Holly Kershavell to introduce in a moment. And Edwina Smiling as well, who's in here with us. And you with Greg McHenry as well as Holly Kershavell. And so what happened? Who's puffing? It's me. I'm puffing. Hello, <laughs> everyone. Who the hell are you? I'm Ebony Hickey, and I work at the Colac Aboriginal Gathering Place for Wathering Aboriginal Cult. Oh, and so you were just passing by and you thought you'd pop in? Yeah, I popped down to the bakery for an eclair and I thought I'd best pop past the radio station as well. Oh, good. <laughs> so welcome. <laughs> so this is open house here. Where it is. Thankfully you didn't lock the door, Edwina. <laughs> I do sometimes, but oh, no. no, not always. Oh, no, good. I'm welcome, everyone. Fabulous. So here we're talking about the 16 days of activism and some family violence stuff. So that's yeah, no, what, that, that's what interests me and that's what sucked me in the door. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Why would that interest you? I think I love working in the gender equity and um, anything that we can do to prevent violence against anybody, but especially women and children in Aboriginal communities. So 
Sadly, there is a statistic that I've got off the top of my head. I think it's something like, I think you know it is about 30% higher incidence of uh, abuse within family in the Aboriginal community or our First Nations people. So than there sti- is in general community. I think statistically across the chart, whether we're in family violence, child removal, um, health statistics, we're, we're always behind the start game for the rest of us. But I think that we've got also a lot of skills and resources in the prevention space that we can offer the mainstream as well. So, mm. I was going to mention, you, so Karakaramian is the name. You, you said the gathering place just earlier on in the piece there, Holly. I didn't say to her, say Karakaramian. Have you learnt that yet, Holly? No, no now, now I have. No, you yes. need to. Now that we've got the microphone sort of around the place, you two will need to get a bit cosier. <laughs> yeah, Karakaramian House, the Colac Aboriginal Gathering Place. Which is where we've already had a mention about that. You probably heard that we're going to be down there next week. Yep, painting some t shirts. And who's going to guide me along? Um, I think that you'll be a will unto yourself. <laughs> and, we'll be. And, and also, and and guarantee. I, are we allowed to wear them? Because I'm just wondering whether there's going to be a lot of stripping or whatever else else we can put our orange T-shirts on for the first time. I thought I was going to have a today. Oh, we've, we've got a good change room. Yes. I think, um, yeah, you're welcome to put your shirt on and then paint it if that works better. That's an idea. Now, wait a second. Now, we've got to try and... Because the sound's not coming too well there with you two girls now. So you're going to have to be a little bit more aware of getting closer. You you more, Holly, because yeah. you've got a lesser voice than Ebony. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> having the tables turned. <laughs> there, we go. there we go. Maybe you should share with, with Ed and I'll try and... I'll try and, <laughs> and I'll try and turn Ebony down a bit. Oh dear, oh dear. This is Community Radio. I remind you, you're on 98.3 FM and 88.7 FM along the coast. And it's now about 25 minutes to 12 before we go back on with autopilot. Oh dear. What a surprise. I wanted to mention before the... Uh, uh, sorry, I was mentioning during the break that with the silent walk, we actually had... And you mentioned Reclaim the Night earlier on, Holly. That we went to the Geelong Reclaim the Night Walk. Ed, what was? You, how did you feel about that? That was a, that was basically, a non-silent. It was a rowdy walk, wasn't it? And it, why, it why was would a, it be rowdy? It was a rowdy, a rowdy walk, and it was more about having a voice. And people were chanting, and uh, men were asked to walk towards the back. Um, to support their women, and it was a great event. There weren't yeah. a lot of blokes there, but there are hopefully going to be more. I would think I was only one of five or six or something. Yeah, but no, it was really good, and it, it is, it's all about educating people, and lots of people in the street stopped and asked, what's this about, mm. and were very supportive, and people actually joined in on the walk, and that was wonderful. And so that's another part of the violence that is that you haven't really mentioned is that with the violence that is happening in the street where girls, women are wolf-whistled at um, and there's still that horrible thing that does go on in the street um, mm. yahooing from cars at, at, at girls walking on the street mm. and that that's another mm. set of violences that we don't really talk a lot about isn't it? 
Yeah, I think uh, I think certainly, you know, it's definitely a form of harassment there. And I think, you know, the female genders in that position where, um, yeah, there is there is that power imbalance. And I think the, the intimidation for the female gender to be in that situation, um, you know, particularly being out wherever you are, um, it's something that, that is just, you know, different in there. Um, yeah, that's that's potentially not. Um, I am aware, though, that there are um, vulnerable vulnerable males as well. Um, certainly everyone's different and unique, and I think that's an important message too uh, because there's many facets of gender, and I think that's a crucial, yes. crucial point. And you mentioned, Rebony, about that you have got... Um, plans or you have stuff in place to try and combat what's going on in community? Yeah, so we've got the Delta um, Bowen Southwest Indigenous Family Violence Regional Action Group. Well, that's a good one. What is it? The Delta. Del- so we're called the Delta. We used to be the IFRAG, so the Indigenous Family Violence Regional Action Group for the Bowen Southwest, but now we're the Delta, so we're a working group that gets together to talk about prevention and the elimination of family violence in the Aboriginal space because as we're fairly aware um, violence isn't something that Aboriginal people um, family violence wasn't part of our culture isn't part of our culture and we don't want it to be part of our culture so working towards processes and policy and, and community real grassroots change we'll be able to start to tackle that together And So part of you're part of the group and you chair the group, Holly, of, um, of fight the Family Violence Alliance or whatever. Yeah. How many other people, how many other groups are there besides, what is it? The Delta. Delta. How do you spell it? D-H-E-L-K space D-J-A. All right. So I think it's Jaja Wurrung language. Delta, Jaja Wurrung. Yeah, I think. Righto. So other than the Delta and Colic Area Health, who else is in the alliance and who else would we expect to see involved on the 4th especially and sure. what other things have they got going on during the course of the 16 days? Sure. So on, on the alliance, uh, we've certainly got Wotherong there. Uh, we've got uh, Bethany. We have all of the Colac Area Health Integrated Services, which include the Orange Door, so the Colac Access Point, and the Horizon Program. And then we have Children's Services Counselling Programs as well, and AOD services in that mix as well. It's alcohol and other drugs. Yes, yeah. So quite a number of, of the staff will be present there. And across the health department as well, I think it's really important that we we have all departments on board, including the youth space as well at the Youth Health Hub. Uh, We've then got um, the police force, which are a strong uh, member as well of the Family Violence Alliance. We have uh, the... Just having a quick think. We've got... um, BCYF, who will be there Don't in the march. Yes, they're very, very on board with with the march, and yeah, so we've got a lot of key key members there who are really interested in making sure that this event is supported and well attended. Yeah, so that's um, that's really key. Yep, and, and while you were talking, 
Ebony stood up and wrote Orange Door, which is what we've mentioned previously, but we'll give that out. I've got, now, this, there was, the main number we want to give out for Orange Door is actually the 1800 number, isn't it? Or do you want to give the Colac number? Yes, I think it's important too that people know that there is a local Colac access point and, and certainly having the, the Barwon number as well. But I think, yeah, knowing that, that there is a local number and also that people can walk into the community services reception space at Colac Area Health to access the Orange Door and, and speak to a staff. So I think that's a really key message too, that there is somewhere in Colac that you can physically go and sit down and talk to somebody. And it's also a, a private entrance, so to speak, in that there's a confidentiality. You're not going to be looked at and going, oh, you know, obviously you're getting whacked at home or whatever. Yeah, that's it's, right. It's got that, con- it's, it's a quiet little be able to get in there and you're right. Yeah, so there's many confidential rooms there available and, and staff will certainly ensure of that confidentiality. That's a really key point that they need to follow. Yep. We'll have a little break um, while I sort of recover from... Uh, the shock uh, of Ebony. From, uh, but we, <laughs> well, I was gonna, now, I'm going to be politically incorrect here, but we were invaded by the Aboriginals. Isn't that... That's a bit of a turnaround. Do you want, our, do you want your country back? I just think that it's great that mm. we've got a key to the city now. We can go anywhere we like. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> but the warm and welcoming environment that you guys provide. You provide is fantastic. And we're always out in the yard between Holly and Edwina. They're going to pick out a track off the, the CD there we got of the 16 days for, for 16. See you, Kat. The 16 songs for 16 days. They're going to pick a track out off that. But it, it's a, uh, it is a warm and welcoming place now, isn't it? Ebony? It sure is. Colac is lovely. And mm. how is Karakaramayan going? Yeah, really good. So I'm transitioning to full-time work um, from the house as of next year. So all onwards and Full-time from the house. So from you'll be there Colac. five days a week. So currently yeah. what have you got going? Um, we've got our Christmas party coming up. We've got January 26th um, promotion, event promotion starting. So I'll be looking for a space on the radio coming up as well and how can can community here support you um so i suppose just following the karakarami and the colic aboriginal gathering place facebook page is the easiest way to stay up to date with what we're doing and the things that we've got on and just pop in if you're around if you see the flag out the front or a car in the driveway just feel free to pop in to formula street okay now can i say do you want to book in for the 14th of january because the seventh's already taken we've got a tim Lowe coming in who's a chap uh, he's a doctor who's now retired, has written a book, and uh, I remember now he is a victim of abuse himself, and he's written a book about all that sort of stuff. Uh, it doesn't go away, so the abuse is a continuum, mm-hmm. um, and we want to stop the violence mm-hmm. of all sorts against all people, and especially with all the institutional stuff that goes on. Mm-hmm. But the prime institution that causes where the abuse is from is where Edwina. The home. Institution of the home. The home. Your own home. And Rellos and and friends of the family and all that sort of thing. So we're not saying, you know, be Mm. paranoid about it, but be aware that that's where the majority of it happens. We're going to have a little break. Mm. And have you chosen a song yet, Holly and Edwina? We're going to have a little break on 98.3 here in Colac, 98.3 FM, that is and 88.7 FM along the coast, where we are streaming live at all the wsocrfm.org.au 
And even though we've not got our orange shirts on, we'll get a little bit of a photo now of the four of us to go on our podcast that will be up here with a lot of the phone numbers. Now, we've given out Orange Door, but a couple of others will get mentioned. Safe Steps is one, I think. Mm. Is that the one that's related to the AOD type area? Yeah, that's, that that's is. good. Yep, so we'll give that Safe Steps number out, and that, once again, is a 1800 number, and it's 1800 015 that's one eight hundred zero one five one double eight. And Holly and Edwin are about to make up their minds and I'm about to put on a track and the track Don't name see. is what number? Four. The track number four is coming up and all I know is it's something about Burn City and we'll be back with you in a few minutes where you you are here on Community Connect with Edwina and Greg and Holly and Ebony and Ebony is the invader and it's fantastic to have the reverse happening. We'll be back shortly. Welcome back to Community Connect with Edwina and Greg McHenry here on uh, OCR FM 98.3 and 88.7 FM along the coast where we are streaming live at all the W's, ocrfm.org.au and uh, it's almost 10 minutes to midday where we'll be shortly after that going back onto autopilot. But that track was Burn City and I'm not sure who it was by because I've lost my... Peg's Feet Kai, it was Peg's by. Feet Kai, and they're the dulcet tones of, of Ebony Hickey, who's in here, and she's sort of flashed in to flash out again. Oh, Ebony, you're going to get back to Geelong because you've got a meeting on? I have got another meeting on in Geelong today, and then back to Birragara to look at platypuses with the CCMA, so it's a big day. Is it platypuses is it or platypuses? Pie. Pie? <laughs> that's, that's a really like. good chocolate factory in Forest as well, just yeah. for the, is, for the now, plug. Just Sounds like you, dinner. Just, just before you pie. go with that, you, uh, that's Peg's for the Peg's featuring Kai, but the Hay Folks one was a chap by the name of Alicure uh, in that first track, and I'm sorry I forgot to back announce it, Alicure as E-L-O-Q-U-O-R. So, yeah, where are you at? You've got something else happening. I do. Well, I don't have something else happening, but um, the lovely women over at COPAC at Colacotwayshire have organised um, Jess Hill to come in. Jess Hill is an investigative journalist who's written and researched domestic abuse since 2014. Her book, Look What You Made Me Do, which combines stories of domestic violence and survival from all walks of life. So she'll be coming to COPAC on Thursday the 5th of December and you can buy tables, you can come on your own. I can't find... Tickets are $30 or concession for 25 and I think it is you can buy drinks at the bar or BYO snacks. Um, so I know that there's at least there's at least two tables there because mm-hmm. I've yep. got a table and Holly's got a table. Yep. That's right. Um, so come and join come and join us and learn a little bit more about gender-based violence and the way the media portrays that. Mm. See how we can make change in our own homes, in our own lives and in our own circles. Well, I, we need to make those changes. I don't know whether you heard the horrible statistics we gave out earlier, but um, I, mean, I don't want to repeat them. Mm. Uh, it's well over one. Of, and then the children on top of that, it's, almost, it's one, one and a half. Yeah, definitely. So a just week, which is really horrid stuff. Before I go, and I don't know whether you guys have touched on this or not today, but the Gulawan Oath. So the Dalkjar, the family violence group, has an oath, and it's, I have the right to live in a safe relationship, family and community that is free from violence. And that's really our wish mm. for non-Aboriginal communities too. A world that would be free from violence is a world that will benefit 
Yes. Benefit everyone. Looking so, after each other. That's wonderful. Thank you very much. I'm going to love Shelley. you and leave you. Thank you, Thank you for having me. Yeah, drive safely. <laughs> Thank you for coming in and it's good to see you and say hello to Ollie for us. We will. Busy right. woman. Thank now, you. Thanks. Uh, now, with, uh, with, what, with the uh, quote of uh, Ebony's just now, I hadn't mentioned that the theme for uh, the 16 days is respect women. Mm. Call it out. Mm. So, yeah, that's important as well. Absolutely. So now we've got two microphones. We can now get ourselves sorted a bit better. How's that? That's good. That's cool. Oh, and that makes my job a little bit easier here. So, yeah, welcome back. On the 4th, we're going to be doing an outside broadcast. I'm actually going to be learning how to set that up and then unset it up too, I guess, at some stage. And hopefully we'll get that done well beforehand. So we'll have a few guests come in and have a chat beforehand, and they'll be able to go to the walk anyway. And then we'll have see as much as we can at and hear as much as we can at the park. Yes, and and uh, just like to say thank you to both Greg and Edwina and OCRFM for really providing that support for the event and doing a live broadcast. I think it'll really add to the atmosphere and hopefully the community can hear you, you know, and and uh, see you there. And it just shows that, you know, it's a real community backing and I think that's that's what we're after. We're really looking forward to meeting everyone in that space when they come along. We are. And that should be... We'll be, we'll be on air from 11 to 12 over there. We'll be working it out anyway and then... For the, oh, right, sorry, through to one o'clock or nearabouts, and then uh, we'll be resuming with the, the newspapers. So that'll be all good. Mm. But we need to give out what other information did you want? Because we're running close to the hour now. Uh, just to mention that they're absolutely free events as well. So the T-shirt painting, the Alliance has provided the the orange shirts and the paint and also afternoon tea. So on the 27th of November, there'll be scones, um, tea, coffee and some fruit. Adventure tea, we talk about that in here. Absolutely. Oh, no, we don't have it in here. <laughs> and a free shirt, of course, uh, to come along and wear at the march. Mm. And a great fun social connection point to come to the cafeteria at Colac Area Health and connect with community. I think that's really good. Uh, um, and also the silent community march on the 4th of December. That's a free barbecue and certainly information is there to, to listen and to also take away with fact sheets and an opportunity again to, to really show your support as a community member. So I think, um, yeah, both both really good free events there. And did you say the shirts are free? Yes. Who's providing them? The Alliance. The Alliance is Yeah, Childers Family the... Alliance, yes. Okay, so how are you funded? So we're funded by DHS mm. and we have had a contribution also from Colacotway Shire. So I'd like to acknowledge Colacotway Shire as well for in particular the 16 Days of Activism Silent March event. So, yeah, to have that support as well with the Otway Shire and the Alliance, I think it's it's really crucial as a, they're a key member of the Alliance and also coming to support that for the Colac Otway community. Okay, so that is fabulous that it's a, it really is community behind mm, the whole thing. That's right. And you've mentioned a few of the, the big people who are behind it as well with your meet and everything else. Is there anyone else you needed to thank before I say who's on next week and you also tell me which song we're going to go out with? 
Sure. I'd, I'd just like to thank um, all of our Alliance members, everyone that's involved at the exec level, operational level, and then our family violence network group. I think it's been a, a really great um, year for planning You know, this event and getting it off the ground um, and leading to a march. That was our aim for, from last year. And also the community support, so all the businesses that have been involved and showed interest and the donations as well. Um, Hip Pocket with the shirts provided a donation. Um, McDonald's bringing the water down, um, you know, provide and coming along to the march, doing that donation. Uh, we should have Buller ice creams as well for free. And the, as I mentioned, the Otway Shire, um, the police, you know, really coming on board and leading that march, I think really sends a strong presence that this, you know, we're all here in it together. And uh, and as I mentioned, the ALC, um, Australian Lamb Company coming on board. Uh, hopefully we'll see some banks there as well, um, in particular the Bendigo Bank. And uh, and just showing that all over community support, I think, everyone, mm. everyone coming on board for it. Yeah, It'll come along, fabulous. you'll all be welcome. Yep, get along there. And when there's food there, I'm always there. You might, you might get to meet me. <laughs> what a, what I hope bad, you can talk. You're not stuffing a yeah, hamburger in your mouth or something. <laughs> All right. You're a while, shocker. Right, while you're working that out, I'm just going to tell you that next week we're going to have um, Dr. Michael Roberts coming in. And the program is basically going to be around about, or about uh, World AIDS Day, which is the 1st of December and has been for a number of years. And... He is a well-known, he specialises, he's a GP, but he specialises in and promotes awareness about sexual health. So don't be put off by the fact that it's around World AIDS Day. It's about, um, there are people living with HIV, but it's all about sexual health and being healthy in, in your sex, whether, yes. whatever it happens to be. And he is very, very much... Uh, very well. I have, I have talked to him on the phone. He's so very amenable and such a sort of person you can go and talk to that it makes me want to remind you that if you do have anything wrong, the first port of call really is talk to your GP and um, whatever it might be, they can always refer you to the appropriate places. I thank you very much for being with us here once again, Holly. Mm, thank and you. We'll be talking with you again in a couple of weeks when we once again doing our outside broadcast. And for you to Ed Weiner, and have you chosen what track? Did you have a number? Uh, I thought the last one would be good, Greg. Okay, which is, oh dear, oh dear, number 17. Lord only knows what we're going to get here, but number 17 is I'll Be Fine. And it's uh, by a group called Precinct 16. And we're going to go out with that where today you've been here on 98.3 FM and 88.7 FM along the coast. On Community Connect streaming live at all the wsocrfm.org.au, and we will have this podcast up at the earliest. And so we will talk to you again next week. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station.